all I should say is, but then we found Anchor. <laughs> and then you continue. <laughs> this should be the ad, actually. <laughs> Welcome to please. <laughs> okay, what are you doing? Okay, so I'm trying to talk, and it sounds like you're opening a bag of chips over there. <laughs> oh, that's... <laughs> I've been bugging Emily to make a podcast with me for years. She has. After she finally agreed, we had no clue where to even start. But then we found Anchor. Anchor is a free podcast platform that allows you to record, edit, and post your podcast right from the app. Anchor will do all the work and upload your podcast to Spotify, Apple, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. So if you're thinking about starting a podcast, try Anchor. It's available as an app or a website at anchor.fm. Now let's get into the podcast. Welcome to Please Don't Cancel Us. My name's Alexis. I'm Emily. And we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff, including TikTok, True Crime, and anything else we want. And hopefully we don't say anything that gets us canceled. We will. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Mary. Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. We're acting like we didn't just finish filming an actual, like, an episode. So I know. the second episode of the night that we're filming. But... but I'm just as excited to talk to you. You're my favorite person to talk to. Thank you. That's Anytime, so nice. Mate. I love you, mate. Oh, my God. I love you, too. What are we talking about tonight? Okay. Well, I did not come. I didn't get any news for this week because I have a lot to talk about in the actual topic <laughs> of the podcast. Okay. <laughs> If there's any news that you have on the tip of your mind that you need to On the share, tip of my mind? On the tip, what is it? On the tip of your tongue. On the tip of your tongue. Um, any that news? you need to share? Um, no. Nothing. Okay. Me neither. Um, no, no new news. No new news. But. What's our topic? Our topic is. Um, so I've compiled a list of. The, what I think to be the craziest and weirdest Wikipedia articles. And <laughs> of I think course should, you did. I think we should go through them. Okay, I'm excited. And learn some things. I don't know anything that she's about to say, so no, I'm ready. I, I really did keep this to myself. Yeah. Let's let's just um, also dive I'm in. Say something. I so I combined the list and I actually did not read any of them. Oh, so this is going to be a reaction from both of us. Okay. Okay. Sure. I'm, do you want me to send you the links too, so we can both? Oh yeah. Both look at it. So of I'll send you the first one now. Okay. And. What's the, the first, first one? The first one is called um, Inventors That Were Killed by Their Own Inventions. Oh, I love this. Yeah. So I haven't actually read it at all. Okay. So I'm really excited to read it. Um, I feel like if I invented something, I would definitely kill myself with it by accident. Like, <laughs> I I just want you to look at this the photo that it sends with. Okay, it's okay. taking forever to send. Sorry, it should be coming through now. Okay. And so, how I got into this is I seen a TikTok months ago. Okay. Okay. Where people were like, "I'm bored," so in the comments, list off the weirdest Wikipedia pages that I could read, and I went through a rabbit hole. Oh my and gosh. One that I think is really good, but I'm not going to be, it's not in our list because it's so long, which everyone should definitely go on their own time to read it if you're bored. It's um, like tragic accidents and deaths that happen <laughs> in Disney parks. <laughs> oh my God, I'm reading some of these. Yeah. So... Yeah, this is, this is not good. This is going to get us canceled. People are dead and I'm, I'm over here laughing. Yeah, so there's actually a lot of <gasps> inventors that have died from their inventions. So the first thing, it just says, this is a list of inventors whose deaths were caused in some manner 
by or related to a product process procedure or other in- innovation that they invented or designed, which is kind of so ironic that they designed something to make your life easier and then it killed them. That's so funny. So bad. Okay, um, well, I found a good one right here that I'm just going to read. Okay. I'm not even going to pronounce his name because I'm going to offend someone. But he attempted to fly using two wooden wings and a rope. He leapt from the roof of a mosque and he fell to his death. <laughs> Why would he think that would work? What was he trying to create? A plane? Wings? He, no, he was just attempting to fly. <laughs> oh, no. So the first one is, is actually really well known because i think a lot of people know this a lot of people who do like conspiracy theories know this but you know in the denver international airport that that sculpture of that um horse yeah um who people think is like very scary looking yeah i just watched a video on this yeah i i i did watch a few and so basically in 2006 the artist who created it um a section of the horse fell on him and it severed an artery in his leg. But did this kill him? It killed him. Oh, he must have bled out fast. It severed an artery. This horse, and if you look at, I, I want everyone to go and Google what this horse is. So Google the Denver International Airport. That's a huge horse. <gasps> look at how huge this horse is 9,000 pounds. This horse is 32 feet. Jesus. (laughs) My God. His official name is the Blue Mustang, but everyone calls him Blucifer because he looks like something from hell. Yeah, he's scary. He has glowing red eyes. Glowing red eyes. And he's blue. He... Is he still at the airport? Yes, he still he actually is terrifying. And well, this, I'm never going there then because that's terrifying. And you know what? If you guys want to see a photo, we will post it on our Instagram. Yeah, because this is not good. I'm giving. I'm gonna send Emily the picture I want on the Instagram right <laughs> now because I have a specific one that I want. Okay, I'll I'll post it right after we end this. Okay, but then I'm deleting it off my phone because I'm so scared. Sending me exact photo because <laughs> oh, my god. oh my god no that's terrifying so yeah, go to our... the tongue the teeth <laughs> go to our instagram oh that's please don't cancel us um, yeah if you want oh my to. god you if should you definitely go look at that photo because i'm gonna pass out We've got to move on from this horse because I, I oh, can't. Yeah. So I can't. Moving on. There's four automotive inventions that people have died from. Um, this guy named Sylvester. He was an inventor of a... What, how do I say this? Eponymous. Epon- eponym- Epipotamus? <laughs> <laughs> no, eponymous. Uh, steam-powered bicycle. Died of a heart attack or subsequent crash during... A public speed trial in 1896. It's unknown whether the crash caused the heart attack or the heart attack caused the crash. <laughs> so it might have not been the bike's fault. Either way, it's hilarious. Either way, it's horrible. But I meant horrible. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, I mean, that's sad. But I mean, <sighs> another guy. Um, invented a new way to motorize bicycles. He fell off the prototype during a test run. Another guy's fallen off. That's sad. That, that is, is sad. sad too. <laughs> That's sad. Um, Francis Edgar Stanley in 1918 was killed while driving a Stanley steamer automobile. He drove his car into a wood pile while attempting to avoid farm wagons traveling side by side on the road. So well, that was the farm wagon's fault. Maybe if he had just slowed down, he wouldn't have died. Well, why didn't they, why didn't the farm wagon keep right? Come on. Well, no, they were there was two and they were driving side by side. That's not that, well that's well that's He was their trying fault. to pass them. I guess. It was that's his fault. fault. Um, Edgar's fault. And then this other guy was also killed in a high speed road accident. Honestly, on a car that he made. 
moving on to yeah. aviation. Um, <laughs> you already said the guy. Who, oh my god, that was in 10, 10, 10 the year ten ten. Was that before or after Jesus? <laughs> because I don't know. I don't know. Ten ten. I think it was after. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Jesus was not. This is definitely after Christ. Okay. Listen. I guess. Listen. Yeah, this man. Yeah, two wooden wings and a rope. (laughs) I mean, I kind of want to try it now. The left off the roof of a mosque is very. Yeah, who let him do that? He wanted, he thought God was, he thought Jesus was going to take the wheel. And he did not. (laughs) He didn't. Not Jesus, because a mosque isn't Catholic. <laughs> oh no! Allah. Oh no! We might. We mean a lot. I just offended someone. I, it's okay. Just I'm apologize. So I apologize. Okay. Next. <gasps> I can't say this guy's name, but Jean Francois something 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 was the <laughs> first known fatality in air crash when his Rosier balloon crashed <gasps> in 1785 while he and Pierre. Romaine attempted to cross the Eng- English Channel, which is a huge river. Have river? you ever been in a hot air balloon? No, and I never will. Okay. <laughs> I I don't know. That, that scares me. Imagine being a hot air balloon and it just starts going down. No, because <clears throat> what if you pop it? Like, no. No, couldn't be me. Um... This guy named Otto, he, in 1896, died the day after crashing one of his hang gliders. Well, why not the day of? Maybe he succumbed to his injuries <laughs> the day later. Oh, my God. That's funny. Oh, my God. France? I don't know if how to Wikipedia say this doesn't stop asking me for money, I will. <laughs> I will sue. Okay. A tailor. Fell to his death from the first deck of the Eiffel Tower while (gasps) testing his invention, the coat parachute. (laughs) It was his first attempt with the parachute, and he had told the authorities he would first test it with a dummy, but clearly he did not. Well, he was the dummy. He was the dummy. Because, no, that's so bad. A literal dummy. He was literally a dummy. Um, Oh, my God. Why Why would you test it on the Eiffel Tower? Like, you could have tested it on your garage. Like, you could have tested it on your porch, and it, you would know it wouldn't work. That's so bad. Um, and what is a tailor doing making a parachute? What, well, listen, it was it was a coat parachute. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> that's, that's his thing, because he's okay, a tailor. So but, he was making an invention, a coat parachute. I mean, I guess that's kind of a good invention. But, but here's my thing. Um... Like, why would you need that? Well, no. Imagine, okay, you're going to on a on a trip, and you're so scared of heights, and you think, okay, if the plane goes down, at least I got what, my coat parachute. If I have my coat parachute on, I might be able to save myself. I guess. It's, I think it's actually a pretty good invention, and I wonder if well, it's a thing. Like, I can I buy one? Thing. Because I might. Well, we should we should make it then. No, 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 because should we make merch? No, because a coat the, parachute, not a coat parachute, because the first guy didn't survive. Well, the first guy was an idiot, and he went to the Eiffel yeah, Tower we're and jumped. We can just jump off my porch. We'll talk like, about it. Okay, we'll talk. We'll have. A I'm gonna write it down. Um, <gasps> these other ones are just like other plane. Yeah. Uh, let's move on. What? Are you reading this? Oh, I am. A lot of chemistry ones, too. So, like, people definitely cooking up stuff they're not supposed to. Yeah, but, like... Like, radioactive material. <laughs> radium. Okay, so this guy invented radium based luminescent paint uh yeah and he died from exposure to radioactive material but like what did he expect well he wanted some neon paint well guess what his name was so cocky (laughs) 
So I think he deserved it. I'm sorry. <gasps> Don't cancel me. Oh my god. His name is so under industrial. This guy named William Bullock <laughs> in 1867 invented the web rotary printing press. Several What's years that? after its invention, his foot was crushed during the installation of the new machine in Philadelphia. The crushed foot developed gangrene and he died during the <gasps> Click, click gangrene. <gasps> okay. One thing, I, one thing I do know about gangrene is that's what Bob Marley died from. Well, he well, did. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what my. Never mind. I'm not going to say it, but you know, you know what I'm thinking. Yep. <laughs> that's exactly it. Um, let's move on. Because I literally am going to start crying in a second. Move on, move on, move on. Okay. You you read one. Oh my god, there's so many. <gasps> what? Oh my god, so so this guy, um so he, he was an American engineer and a chemist who contracted polio at age fifty-one leaving him severely disabled. He devised an elaborate system of ropes and pulleys to help others lift him from bed. So this guy was, like, creating the first Hoyer lift. Oh. Um, he became accidentally entangled in the ropes and died of strangulation <gasps> at the age of 55. However, he is better known for his other two inventions. The tetraethylide, an additive to gasoline, and chlorofluorocarbons. Can I say something? Um... Yeah. I am so scared of injuring someone, like one of our patients, on a Hoyer lift. So reading that makes me so nervous. Maybe tell them. Okay, so we're both nursing students. Yeah. And I have never told them that before. No. And And I do a lot of work with lifts like this, where you like a Hoyer lift or like every single time I lift a patient up, I say a prayer. And I'm, and then the second they no no I get what you mean though because I'm always checking to make sure that the thing's locked in like I'm always so scared yeah. that's like my one fear because you know how sometimes technology fails you yeah and I'm and always... like the number one rule is don't let that patient hit the floor and if I'm walking them to the bathroom or something I well you do not want your patient to hit the floor at all no but either because way that's... like. Not if they're good. walking, I can, you know, I can hold their pants or like, you know, they have the belt you and can I can get like a, I can one of those belts. Yeah. And I can, if they do happen to they fall, have walkers, they have walkers, but if they do happen to fall, like I can make their fall less bad and slowly bring them down. Yeah. If yeah, they can, fall from a lift, stop them. they're going to smash that floor. And that terrifies me. Yeah. Those. Oh lifts, my God. Um, Yeah. I don't but like they, that one. But they're not like ropes and pulleys like they were. Oh, no, they're no, no. So, they're so much safer now. But still, it scares Imagine me. Imagine if you were using a rope and pulley. <laughs> I wouldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my God. This. These are all kind of sad. Oh, no. What? We kind of hit the bottom of the list, mate. I did hit the bottom. Was this your whole podcast episode? No, no, no. I have more. (laughs) I got so worried. No, 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 no. So that was inventors killed by their own inventions. I really, I learned a lot. I, I really don't like, I just opened our text chat and the horse is staring at me. (laughs) (laughs) Blucifer. Um, so I am going... I'm going to have nightmares of Lucifer tonight. Yeah, I'm going to quickly exit our chat and wait for the next thing to come in because I'm terrified. I don't like that. Lucifer. I like Lucifer. I don't like his beady eyes. <laughs> he does have beady eyes, doesn't They're he? They're so scary. I'm trying to do this with my left hand, so hold on. Well, why not use your right hand? Okay. The next one 
is the Island of Dolls. What? I don't know if you've heard of this before. Oh my god, I don't know if we can talk about this. I'm going to throw up. So there's this island. Um, it's, it's located south of the center of Mexico City. Um, it's literally an island of dolls. And it's no one does anyone really know there was a like an owner of the island who passed away from a heart attack in 2001 and he believed the dolls helped chase away the spirit of a girl who drowned years ago um but how did the dolls get there i guess i don't know if he brought them or what but there's so it many says the, the the place was named in the 1950s when the dolls started randomly appearing on the island Nope. It's a no from me. According to a legend, a young girl drowned and tangled among the lilies of the canal. Her body was found on the banks of... I'm not even going to try saying it. Santana claimed to have heard the girl crying out, I want my doll, and terrified, hung up the doll he found near the girl's body. After that moment, every time he went outside, he found a new doll hanging from one of the trees. He later died in the exact same, same spot, spot the girl as the drowned in. girl. And many, many believe that his death was caused by the girl's spirit, which still haunts the island. Okay, but here's my thing. Do we believe him or was he just like Amazon priming a doll every day? <laughs> Amazon priming in 1950? <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Like, I, I don't know. Do we believe that a doll just appeared every day? <gasps> In addition to hundreds of dolls, the island also contains a small museum, which articles from local newspapers about both the island and the previous owner are stored. We should go here. Mm, I don't you know. Go visit. There is a store and three rooms, one of a which store. seems to have been used as a bedroom. In this room, you can see the first doll that Santana collected, as well as Augustina, <laughs> her Augustina. favorite doll. Oh. I don't know. I don't like this. I'm definitely not going. Um, dolls creep me out. And with so much peace and love, I, I'm i not comfortable. I, I've never heard of this. I heard of it in some kind of like YouTube video a while ago. And um, I definitely did not know that the guy died in the same spot as, as That's that weird. All that's right. weird. That's that's weird. Um, moving on to postmortem photography. What the hell is that? So, <gasps> postmortem photography is a practice oh my of photography, <laughs> photographing the recent, de- recently deceased. Various cultures use and have used this practice. Though the studied area of postmodern photography is that of Europe and America. There is a considerable dispute as to whether individual early photographs actually show a dead person or not. So a lot of time in the past, in the olden days, they would like literally pose dead people in chairs and stuff and take pictures of them. That makes me sick. As like, so you could have a portrait of them. Okay, but this was, they weren't, like, keeping... They were dead. But how, okay, so the person would die, and then how yeah. long would they keep them to take these photos with? Um, I don't know, but it says, so, the invention in 1839, um, so, as, oh my god, so it made it, like, available for everyone because many people were unable to afford like commission of a painted portrait session because you know how a lot of people in like before cameras and stuff they would sit there yeah and someone would paint them but I would never want that expensive and like only the wealthy people could do this so this was a way to that it afforded and it provided the middle class with a way to make a memory for dead loved ones but this almost seems more like better this post-mortem portraiture was restricted to the upper class who continue Mm. to commemorate the deceased with this new method 
Post-mortem photography was common in the 19th century as photography was a new medium and it was plausible that the portrait ever made of sitters. The long These photos? Made to see subjects easy to <gasps> no, oh these God, photos the are so creepy. Also led the phenomenon of hidden mother photography, where the mother was hidden and framed to calm a young child to keep them still. So they were basically saying it was easier. It's easier to take a picture of someone if they're not moving. Well, obviously. So they, when they're dead, they. I'm literally getting the chills. I don't like these photos. Yeah, and there's like... a lot of photos on this <gasps> Instagram. A deceased child with flowers. Yeah, a bishop. Oh no, we have to move on because I'm getting the chills. Yeah, and not the good ones. So, yeah. I oh my very god, interested in that topic. That, that's what I hate. Okay, I've been to so many funerals, and when people come up and they take a picture, who I'm takes like, a picture? Oh, it's like I like at my dad's funeral. Okay, someone would like. A cousin or like an aunt or uncle would walk up with their camera and what? with flash take a photo. And I'm like, okay, is that really how you want to remember? I've, had, I've been to many funerals. Me and Emily, one thing you'll know about us is we've been to so, so many funerals. <laughs> so like, many people. Anytime we get a call from one of our family members, we're like, who died? Like, yeah. We're just waiting for it to happen at this point. Yeah. Um, I've never, I don't think. Listen, You've never? I've never witnessed someone take a photo. Maybe they have, I have. when I wasn't in the room. <laughs> I but have, and it pisses me off. I just, I don't think that's right. I don't know. I don't know. Like, maybe maybe some people, it helps them grieve. No, I wouldn't a, want no. that on my phone. Alexis, it's a thing. It like, is? Like, in my basement, my mom has pictures of her dad in the casket. Really? It's a thing. And I... we have this clock, and it's like his photo is hung up in my basement. Really? And he's in his casket. Like people take photos of them in their casket because that's like their like their resting space. I, so I guess I don't, it's kind of the same thing, but I don't know. I don't maybe. like that. I listen. I don't think I've ever seen that happen. I'm but... glad. So the oh next, my god, the, the next week we're gonna be our mermaids. Uh, listen, do you think uh, mermaids are real? Yes, you do. Yes. I the, uh, listen. I used to play mermaids in the pool, and let me tell you something. <laughs> I, <laughs> what color was your tail? Mine was teal. Mine was pink. <laughs> I had a pink tail. Um, I used to play with my sister all the time when we owned a restaurant. Like I didn't in have the pool. a sister, so I w- I just played by myself. You know what? Stop with your spat your sap story. <laughs> I, I had, had imaginary sister. mermaid friends. <laughs> I had a sister who very clearly didn't want to play with me. Um, but <laughs> I played mermaids every single time I went into that pool. Okay, but people actually think mermaids exist. Yeah. And this this Wikipedia is very long. Yeah. I'll throw maybe contents and see if there's any pictures up for like proof. Oh, reported site. I'm, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> wait, where, wait, where'd you find that? Oh, here, okay. Yeah. There is... Oh, what, what the hell is that? Yeah, do you see that photo? Yeah, Barthel He's got a butt in front. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a... He's got something going on in the front. But I think that... I Okay, one I thing be I have to say is we've only... Um, explored 5% of our oceans. So 95% yeah. is not been seen. I don't think mermaids look like, you know, like H2O. Yeah. <laughs> you like, know those, that show? Yeah. Like Aquamarine. Um, I don't think... I don't think that they look like people. I bet you there's a mermaid thing out there, but I think over the years it's been... Um, what's the word that I'm thinking of? I need my Alexa sources. Yeah, like over the years, it's kind of been played up and evolved. Well, I and it, think that they definitely would have like gills. Yeah, but I don't think it's like a human top, um, like a fish bottom. Do you? 
I think kind of like a human, but not really like a human. Like webbed fingers, gills. I don't think they have like luscious hair like us. You, like yeah, not not <laughs> you and me, clearly. But I mean, no, like, not us. Like I don't yeah. think they have. Do you know what I mean? Like I think that they have. Uh, and, but do you think that like when they come out of the water, they turn human? No. <laughs> like no, I don't. I don't. I think that it. they live fully underwater. That's what I think. Okay, and then would like I think Do you that... know how many times because like so many of these sightings are like fishermen's, which like they could be like I don't know sleep deprived, or they also could be like but they on also... their seventh beer, <laughs> like in the middle of the water. Like yeah, sir, you're not seeing a mermaid. You're just you're drunk. fantasizing. Yeah, you're drunk and you've been in the sun for like twenty hours now. Okay, but listen here, two sightings were reported in Canada. Near Vic- Vancouver and Victoria, one from sometime between eighteen seventy and eighteen seven in eighteen ninety, and the other from eighteen sixty seven. Okay, but like I and don't believe it. First of all, it was by two men. Yeah, we don't believe what men say. But then oh, but again, twenty okay. first century. You know what? I'm gonna say something. If it was a woman, claim. <laughs> Mate, you very much cut out there. All I heard was they would have been hung. Okay, hold on. I'm you're I cutting said, out. I said if it was a like it was a man that's always citing these, but if it was a woman, oh yeah, then you know they would have been crazy. They're, they're witches. It's yeah, witch. they would have been stoned. Let they're, me tell you, seeing ghosts and stuff. You know, <laughs> yeah, they would have been stoned. Like it wouldn't have been. You know what this makes me want to talk about? What? The amount of kids who have died because their parents put those stupid little mermaid tails on them and throw them in the pool. Did the kids die from that? Yes. Because they throw the, the, the kids want to play mermaid in the pool. So the parents put their mermaid tails on them, but they can't swim <laughs> with the tail on and they drowned. It's not funny, Alexis. <laughs> I don't believe you that they've drowned. This is Wait, like a- Look it up. But it's like, like one half, one drowned, or is this no, like a phenomenon? So many. Okay, hold on. Like all over the world, these kids have died, or or maybe not died. Like some have died, but a lot of people there have been close calls because these kids cannot swim with the tails on them. Oh, it's a thing. There's one where yeah, there's a there's a news article on one that this girl, this little girl, almost drowned. It's like I understand, like. Your kids want to be a mermaid, but I just imagined a tail on me. Like, I didn't need an actual tail. You no, know? I never had the tail. Me either. Um, I think that that has to be said of, like, um, we should educate more on, like, water safety with kids. Yeah, because, I mean, how, how do you expect your child to swim in that? Well, most of the deaths that happen to kids are accidents. So, and, and a lot I, of them are due to asphyxiation, which is usually drowning. But I wouldn't say that putting a mermaid tail on your child and then looking away. No, no, no. Maybe act. be in the water with them. Yeah. Like, um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like it. But that's what be I do y'all, with the mermaid tails out there. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that people really use them anymore because so many people died. But I don't know. I don't think mermaids exist and if they, if they do exist, we should do a full thing where we we could research mermaids or we research like conspiracy theories like that. Oh, my God. We should have my brother as a guest on here for Bigfoot because <gasps> he, can he, please <laughs> he would talk for so long. He's obsessed with Bigfoot. Doesn't he, he think loved... Bigfoot is a, is a it's not one thing, but it's like okay. A he told species. me. Off. Yeah, I mean, you were needed talking. to be told off. Oh, shut up. Me and him were talking. <laughs> Um, and Bigfoot came up and I always thought Bigfoot was like the Loch Ness monster and there was only one <laughs> Bigfoot. Why are you laughing? Nothing, nothing. You thought so too, you idiot. No, you yeah. know what my mind went to? What? Um, that Twilight scene. I have never seen Twilight. You call my daughter the Loch Ness monster? Okay, I've never seen it, but my brother, he was like, I, so I thought it was just one Bigfoot and you know he was going around and my brother was like no 
Bigfoot is like a population. It's like, a species. It's a species. It's not just one thing. Like there's so <laughs> many. And I was literally dumbfounded. I was. We like, need no. to have your brother on. We do. I'm. Um, I'm gonna ask him if he would. I don't think he will though. I'll ask him because he probably will say yes to me, not you. He said if I ask him something, he'll be like, "No, no, fatty." Alexis is like, "Hey, Matthew," and Matthew's on his knees. He's already halfway up here. Anything Alexis <laughs> wants, he'll do, and it drives me crazy. It's, it's we definitely like, need to get him on because I don't really know that much about Bigfoot, but me either. But and, you know what? and I'm, I'm gonna not gonna say it. that I don't believe. I don't. I don't not believe Bigfoot. Yep. I don't know what I believe. I don't know, but I. Right. I. I don't know. I think we need to move on because <laughs> I don't know mermaids, Bigfoot, Loch Ness monster. We could literally do a whole episode on it. Okay. Last but not least, um, a list of Alcatraz escape attempts, which surprisingly. Now hold on. What? <laughs> Who? Where? A list where? of Alcatraz escape attempts, which surprisingly Who? there are many. Who, Al- what, where, when, why? It's it was Who? okay. Who's Alcatraz? It's a prison. No, Francisco Bay was a Alcatraz federal pen between 1934 and 1963, and it was it's okay. It was one of Mate, the you're cutting in and out bad. Really. Yeah, we might have to start from the beginning of Alcatraz. Oh, my God. Okay. So, the next one is the list of Alcatraz escape attempts. Yeah. And so, Alcatraz Island in San Francisco Bay was the site of Alcatraz Federal Penitentiary. Penitentiary. (laughs) You know what I mean. It was a jail. It was a prison. Um. (laughs) Between 1934 and 1963, and there was a total of 14 escape attempts from this prison made by That's not bad. 34 prisoners during the time. But hold on. Okay. This prison is one, it's like known to be one of the most, you know. I don't like that it's on an island. prisons. It's on an island. There's literally water. Um. Is so, this an American prison? Yes. It Yeah, it was in San Francisco Bay. Oh, now, but now it, it's closed. Now oh. it's a museum. Yeah, it does not exist anymore. Okay. But, okay, so two men tried twice, making for a total of 36 individual escape attempts. 15 were caught, 8 gave up, 7 were shot and killed, and 1 confirmed to have drowned. Oh and my God. 5 are listed as missing and presumed drowned. That's kind of sad. But... It's crazy that these people thought they had a chance to escape. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not, like, okay, you get over the walls, you're out, then you got to do like, what, a ten hour swim? <laughs> you're not get, you're not making it. You're not making it. Um, so faced with high maintenance costs and poor uh, reputation, Alcatraz closed on March twenty first, nineteen sixty three. So the most notable were the violent attempt of May 1960 no 1946 called the Battle of Alcatraz and the possibly successful June 1962 attempt by Frank Morris, John Anglin and Clarence Anglin which was marked by careful planning and execution. We had some siblings. Yeah. If we were in jail together would you try to escape with me? I mean not if I was in this one. <laughs> not an Alcatraz because I can't swim <laughs> but I mean I don't, imagine? I don't think I would try to escape because my life wouldn't be much um, better <gasps> outside of prison okay so it's the physical obstacles of escaping this prison so it seemed impossible to escape from Alcatraz by swimming the seasonal water temperature in the San Francisco <gasps> Bay is about uh, 53 degrees Fahrenheit which is 12 degrees Celsius in December and the current can exceed six knots, which I am guessing is very wavy. <laughs> Citing these facts as well as occasional visits from the great white sharks and razor sharp rocks, prison officers had discouraged most escape attempts. Well, yeah. Oh my God. If the sharks don't get sharks. you, please. Oh my God. And like, I didn't even think, but these prison guards they must have boated in every day for work holy sh- or if not lived on the in the prison 
fuck that shit. Oh my god. So I think we should read through all the escape attempts. Yeah. Um, so April 27th, 1936, the first attempt to escape the prison was made by Joseph Bowers, who was assigned the duty of burning trash at the incinerator. He was working- I don't think- Hold on. Backtrack. First sentence. What? I- <laughs> What do you have to say? I don't think that they should make and let a prisoner be in charge of burning trash. Like- He should be in charge I- of- Give him fire. Give him fire. Give him an incinerator. Like, if it was me and I did not like someone, I would throw someone in the incinerator. There, I said it. I don't like that. You heard it here first, folks. (laughs) Emily is psychotic. I am. Oh, Um, my God. So he was working burning garbage at the island's incinerator during duty hours when he suddenly ran and began scaling a chain link fence at the edge of the island in an apparent attempt to make it to make for the shore when he was caught in the act he refused orders of the correctional officer located at the west road guard tower to come down he was shot he was seriously injured in the fall from over 15 meters and consequently died listen i'm i wonder what he was in jail for because then i would know if he deserved it or not so he didn't even make it over the fence he was arrested shot robbery Robbery oh, of mail. So, like, that's sad. Wait, of mail? Like, he robbed Was he a mailman? Mail? And he stole mail? <laughs> I don't know. He just opened I... people's mail. He's like, that looks good. He just puts it in his bag. Well, this was 1930, like, 1900s, right? So, it wasn't like Amazon Prime stealing. It must have just been, like, <laughs> letters. Like, Love letters? Such... Like, I feel like he couldn't have gone to jail for that long. Yeah. That's so sad. That makes me sad. Um, you should read the next one. Okay, so Theodore Cole and Ralph Rowe um, had gradually... What the hell does that say? Um, okay. They had gradually fly- filed, filed? Oh, through filed. iron... <laughs> Wait, through... So, I don't know what that means. With, like, a nail file? I don't know. Had gradually they saw filed... Oh, God. Iron bars. In the prison's mat shop in the industry's building and escaped on a very foggy day, preventing them from being spotted by guards in the watchtowers. The two jumped into the water and were never seen again. But the severe weather conditions at the time have led to a consensus that they drowned in the bay and their bodies were swept out to sea by the strong current. They were listed as number one and two on FBI's Most Wanted. Okay, Oh my god. <gasps> All right, moving on. Yeah, but you know what? What? I mean, I guess it's a good thing that they drowned, right? Like, <gasps> no, instead of being shot by prison guards and falling I don't, from- I don't know, which is you worse. Would rather- Drowning I sounds so scary. That is true. I would rather be shot, I think. Um, but so- there could be a chance that they made it. I don't think they did. I guess that's Unfortunately. true. Unfortunately. Also, I want you to know that while I was reading that, my mother did walk in here, and oh she listened God. to me read the whole thing as I waved for her to get out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <sighs> Franklin, uh, Thomas so, R. Limerick, May twenty third, nineteen thirty eight. So these three guys attacked and killed a guard <gasps> with a claw, claw hammer in the wor- woodwork shop in the in- industries building, and then proceeded. To the roof where an armed guard shot Franklin and Limerick. Other guards arrived at the scene. Lucas was cornered and surrendered to the guards. Officer Klein died of his injuries the next day. Thomas Limerick also died. Shit. Jeez. So the other guys, I guess, just got locked back up. Yeah. Must have gotten more time on their sentence, though. Uh, oh, well, they killed a guard. Yeah. They had to escape. <laughs> okay. Uh, in May 23rd, Wait, I just read that one, sorry. January 13th, 1939. Arthur Doc Barker, William Martin, Rufus McCain. That gets Henry- the guy again! No, no, no. Ooh. Different Rufus. <laughs> Henry Young and Dale Stanfield <laughs> were, were inmates of the prison's supposedly most secure unit, the D-Block, where they managed to escape the cell house and reach the Alcatraz shore on the night of January 13th. 
As they were putting a makeshift raft together, <laughs> they were spotted and fired on by a guard in a watchtower. Barker was killed, Stanfield was wounded, and the others were sent to solitary confinement. Oh, come on, guys. You waited until the night you escaped to make a raft? Well, what? Do, how are they going to get the raft over the, the, the fence? I guess. I don't know. What do you mean? When did you want them to make the raft? Maybe make it and, and, and hide it. <laughs> mate, not just... I don't think it's not as easy as you think, mate. Well, I don't know. Oh, I would have done it differently. <laughs> what would you have done? I just would have I just would have escaped. Okay. May twenty first, nineteen forty one, Joe Kretzer, Sam, Shockley, Arnold, Kyle, and Loyal Barkdahl were working in the industries area when they jumped the guards on duty and attempted to saw through the window bars to reach the shore. The toolproof bars foiled the attempt and they surrendered when they became this became apparent. Uh, they would try to escape again in the Battle of Alcatraz. What is the Battle of Alcatraz? That's the big one, I think. Okay, in September 15th, 1941, John Richard Bayless was working on the garbage detail and managed to elude the guards and reach the Alcatraz shore. He jumped into the water and tried swimming to San Francisco, but quickly gave up the attempt. What do you mean he gave up? Did he just drown or did he swim back? It doesn't say he drowned, so I think he swam back. <laughs> he said, oh, fuck. How you know what? Prison's better than this. <laughs> going back i want my bed (laughs) got a bed and three meals oh my god that's so funny Um, oh this one's big april 14th 1943 james borman harold martin brest floyd garland hamilton and fred john hunter managed to cut window bars in the industry's buildings mat shop without being noticed and assemble four cans that contained army uniforms that they could serve as flotation devices. That's smart. See, that is smart. Then they <laughs> That's what you would do. See, that's what I would have done. Uh, <laughs> then they overpowered two guards and bound and gassed them. Then oh escaped my God. through the window, leaving behind two of the four cans. Why did they leave behind two? Listen. One of the overpowered guards managed to get his whistle loose and the other managed to slip his gag and blow the first guard's whistle, alerting the tower guards who opened fire on the prisoners. Um, uh, Borman was hit by gunfire and floated in the water unconscious, supported, supported by Breast. As a prison launch picked up Breast, he let go of Borman who sank beneath the surface. <gasps> Borman's body was never recovered. Hunter, who had injured his back and hands in the escape attempt, gave up on swimming and sought refuge in a nearby cave, where he was discovered by the guards two hours later due to bloodstains at the entrance of the <laughs> cave. He left a trail of bread. He left a trail. Hunter surrendered after the guards fired a warning shot into the cave. Yeah, that um, would scare me too. I bet it Hamilton- <laughs> But it was oh so loud. God. That'd be so scary. Hamilton was wrongly assumed by the guards to have been hit by gunfire along with Borman and his body to have similarly similarly sunk, sorry, but had actually been hiding in the same cave as Hunter, oh hiding under a pile of discarded tires. Two days later, he climbed back up the cliff and through the same window from which he had jumped, then hid under a pile of material in the storeroom where he was found the next morning. So he snuck back into the prison. What? He snuck back in. I mean, you were out in the clear, bud. But he, but he had to swim the rest of the way. I guess, but like, come, come on. I would not have went back Where's to the prison. Commitment? Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't have gone back. I would have honestly lived out the rest of my days in the cave. They literally find him in this room. They're like, "Why didn't you say something earlier, bud? <laughs> you were here all night." <laughs> um, That's August so funny. Seventh, nineteen forty-three. Huron Ted Walters, who was serving a sentence of 30 years for robbery, assault, and auto theft, noticed that on weekends, fewer guards were on duty, and their attention tended to be focused on the recreation yard. On Saturday, August 7th, he took advantage of the situation to slip out the new industries building where he was working in the laundry. His plan was to cut through the two security fences that separated him from freedom, make his way to the water, and swim 1.4 miles to San Francisco. His plan went sideways early. The contraband wires cutters failed him so he had to climb both fences which cost him valuable time then he fell from the second fence onto the rocks and injured his back although he made it to the island shoreline further and was picked up by 
captain of the guards Henry Weinhold and associate warden E.J. Miller. He was returned to the cell house where he spent some time in the prison hospital, then in solitary. That's so sad. Oh my god, my god broke his back and he couldn't swim. Okay, in July um, in 1945, John K. Giles, a prisoner working at the Alcatraz Wharf, managed to assemble a U.S. Army technical surgeon's uniform, um, probably from pieces stolen from the bags of army laundry sent to the island to be cleaned, and board a ferry that provided service between government facilities around San Francisco Bay. Shortly after the ferry's departure for Angel Island, headcounts on the Alcatraz Wharf and abroad and aboard the ferry revealed the distress. Can I read? Apparently not. Revealed the discrepancy and Giles was apprehended at Angel Island and returned to Alcatraz. I mean, he actually got off, though. He went for a nice little day trip. I know. At least he got that time. Of course. He yeah. himself. So we're into the Battle of Alcatraz. And oh, it I'm excited. It was from May 2nd to May 4th, Ooh, 1946. Okay. Um, so the most violent escape attempt occurred on May 2nd to 4th. Uh, 1946, when a failed attempt by six prisoners led to the also known as the Alcatraz Blastout. It was carried out by six prisoners, Bernard Coy, Joseph, Sam Shockley. Oh, we, I heard him before. He was there before. <laughs> no. Shockley tried again. This is the second attempt. <laughs> Clarence Carnes, Marvin Hubbard, and Mirren Thompson. They daringly took control of the cell house by overpowering correctional officers. And were able to enter the weapons room and obtain the keys to the recreation yard door. Their aim was to escape by boat from the dock. But when they failed to obtain the keys to the outside door, they decided to battle it out. In the fight that ensued, they managed to hold two correctional officers hostage, whom they eventually killed after two days. Prompted wow. by Shockley and Thompson, Kretzer shot the hostages at the very, at very close range. The guards, William Miller, succumbed to his injuries, while the second guard, Harold Stitz uh, was also <laughs> killed in the cell house by friendly fire range. One of the guards, William Miller, oh, I already read that. Hmm? From outside. Although shocked, I can't read either. <laughs> Shockley, Thompson, and Carnes returned to their cells. The other three, Coy, Kretzer, and Hubbard, persisted with their fight. The U.S. Marines intervened to help the correctional officers and killed the three prisoners in this battle, apart from the guards. And prisoners killed 17 other guards, and one prisoner were also injured. Oh my god. Shockley, Thompson, and Carnes were tried for the killing of the correctional officer. Shockley and Thompson were sentenced to death through gas chamber, an action which was carried out at San Quentin in December 1948. Carnes, who was only 19 years old, was given a second life sentence. Oh my god. Wow. Shit. Okay, um, in July 23rd of 1956, Floyd Wilson disappeared from his job at the dock, but was discovered after hiding for 12 hours among large rocks along the shoreline after giving up on his plan to make a raft out of driftwood. He's like, you know what? It's too hard. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, but imagine going through all that work to escape and then what, just giving up. Uh, you know what? I picture they just walk. They were walking like the perimeter and then they just see him sitting there like, hey, guys. <laughs> yeah like buddy i don't know i i wouldn't give up if i was him no okay there's september only more. there's three more september 29th 1958 aaron burgett and clyde johnson were working on the garbage detail when they overpowered a guard both jumped into the water tried to swim up the island the two men used inflated plastic bags as flotation devices and Burgett tied wooden boards to his feet to serve as swim fins. I feel like that would just weigh him down. Yeah, I know. A police launch intercepted Johnson, but Burgett disappeared. He perished in an attempt, and his body was found floating in the bay near Alcatraz two weeks later. That's so sad. Yeah. On June 11th, 1962, Frank Morris, John Anglin, and Clarence Anglin successfully carried out one of the most intricate, intricate, Intricate. Intricate. <laughs> intricate. Wait, intricate? Intricate. Intricate. Are you, okay? Are you okay? I literally think I'm having a seizure. Escapes ever devised. So on June 11th, um, behind the prisoner's cell in cell block C, 
was an unguarded three-foot wide utility corridor. The prisoners chiseled away the moisture-damaged con- concrete from around an air vent leading to this corridor using tools such as metal spoons and forks. <laughs> um, an electric drill improvised from a stolen vacuum cleaner motor. The noise was disguised by accordions, whoa, whoa, whoa. which were being played during music hour. And their progress was concealed by false walls, which in the dark recesses of the cells fooled the guards. Is there a movie? I don't know, but this that's cool. They they literally made a model of his head. <laughs> and I see okay. the photo. Yeah, the, this photo, crazy. The escape route then led up through an air vent, a shaft large enough for a man to climb through, stealing a, a what? A carbodonidum. A carbodonidum. A, a carbonidum. I have no idea what that is. Um, it's a hard chemical com- compound containing silicone and carbon. Okay, mm. well, that, it was, um, they stole that from the prison workshop, and the prisoners had removed the rivets from the grill and substituted dummy rivets made of soap. What? The escapees were given what? over 50 rubber raincoats. Made of soap? So- they they carved, like, rivets out of fucking soap? I don't know, they but... They thought of everything. They were given over 50 rubber raincoats from other inmates to use as a raft for their trip to the mainland. Um, and they left paper heads in their cell bunks as they escaped through a vent in the roof and departed Alcatraz. The official investigation by the FBI was aided by another prisoner, Alan West. Yo, snitch. Snitch. We got 6 9 in here. Who was also part of the escapees group but was left behind. Oh, <laughs> oh my never God. mind. I take it back. Take West it back. was unable West was unable to fit through his hole, so he had to keep chipping to break through. When Morris and the Algen brothers accelerated the schedule, West desperately chipped away at the wall. However, by the time he made it through the wall, his companions were gone. No, I take it back. It's so bad. They literally said, like, they left him. Like, they could have waited a bit longer. The FBI's investigation from 1962 to December 1979 was finally treated as closed. The official report on the escape concludes that the prisoners drowned in the cold waters of the bay while trying to reach the mainland. It being unlikely that they made it to the um, shore due to the strong ocean currents and the cold seawater temperatures. Oh, 10 to 13 degrees Celsius. The U.S. Marshal Service case files remains open and active. However, Morris and the England brothers remain on its wanted list. Circumstantial evidence uncovered in the early 2010s seemed to suggest that the men had survived um, and that the escapees raft never being recovered and no car theft <laughs> being recorded. A raft was discovered on nearby Angle Angel Island with footprints leading away and a car had been stolen on the night of the escape by three men who could have been Morris and the Anglins and that officials then engaged in a cover-up. Relatives of the Anglin brothers uh, presented further circumstantial evidence in the mid-2010s in support of a long-standing rumor that the Anglin brothers had fled to Brazil following their escape. A facial recognition analysis concluded that one piece of physical evidence, a 1975 photograph of two men alleged to be John and Clarence Anglin, did support that conclusion. <gasps> this, I, sounds, this is like a fucking movie. I think they might be alive. I and think I they made they are. it. I, I really You hope. know, with all that work, they deserve it. They deserve it. I oh hope my. they made it. That was a novel, though. My God. So, last but not least, December 16th, uh, 1962, John Paul Scott and Darley Paul Parker <laughs> were the last two prisoners to escape, to attempt to escape from As- Alcatraz. Um, Scott and Parker used a makeshift saw to cut through the bars on a kitchen window in the cell house, then ran to the edge of the island and jumped into the water. Parker was found alive 81 yards from the main island on the rock formation Little Alcatraz. 
Scott reached Fort Point beneath the Golden Gate Bridge, where he was found by teenagers suffering from hypothermia and exhaustion. After recovering in Letterman General Hospital, he was returned to Alcatraz. That's like, oh. It is the only proof Alcatraz inmate reaching the shore by swimming. Imagine reaching the shore and then being sent back. Like, you you made it. You You made it. Oh, my God. And then then some fucking teenagers decide to to help you get to the hospital. And then you... I've never heard of Alcatraz, but I'm so glad that I've read all this. That was crazy. I'm going to watch another video about it right after. Yeah. so crazy. So that's all the Wikipedia articles that I have for today. I really enjoyed that. I think I learned a lot. So did I. Mm, I'm... That was crazy. I, my brain feels full. Me too. Like, I just, I need to go have a nap. Me too. What a great way to end this podcast. A nap. Yes. Well, this has been Please Don't Cancel Us. Yes. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, Please Don't Cancel Us. And um, that's about it. Rate (laughs) us five stars. And And we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.